Our reading for today is from the Gospel according to Luke, book 17, verses 11 through 19, from the NIRV. Listen now to the word of the Lord. Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem. He traveled along the border between Samaria and Galilee. As he was going into a village, ten men met him. They had a skin disease. They were standing close by, and they called out loud, They called out in a loud voice, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. Jesus saw them and said, Go, show yourselves to the priests. While they were on their way, they were healed. When one of them saw that he was healed, he came back. He praised God in a loud voice. He threw himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him. The man was a Samaritan. Jesus asked, Weren't all ten healed? Where are the other nine? Didn't anyone else return and give praise to God except this outsider? Then Jesus said to him, Get up and go. Your faith has healed you. The word of the Lord. Can you hear me? Okay. All right. All right. Um, In the Bible, Luke tells us that Oh my, okay, no. In the Bible, Luke tells us that Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem. And we know that Jerusalem was where Jesus was trying to get to. Um, Jerusalem was his destination. Jerusalem was a very important city in Jesus' time. It's where the temple was. The temple is where the Israelites went to worship the one God. It's where God's presence could be found. It's where God dwelled. It's where you went if you did something bad. If you sinned against God or people. You would go and you confess. And the priest would make sacrifices and offerings on your behalf to make things right again between you and God. Therefore, Jerusalem was a very important place. For the Jewish people, God's chosen people, Israel. Jerusalem, where the temple was, was where God's people traveled to from really far away. Especially to get there for Passover. Everyone gathered there to make sacrifices to atone for their sins. And to remember all that God had done for Israel. It was the biggest celebration of thanksgiving. They were thanking God for saving them from being slaves in Egypt. 
So Jesus was also on his way there. The temple of Jerusalem, it's an interesting thing. It's like there's like these, these layers. Like there's an outside gate, there's an inside gate, there's an inside gate. And the most important place is that tall place that you see, and that's the Holy of Holies. And only the high priest gets to go in there. Yeah, that's the picture. Jesus was on his way to where? Jerusalem. It's a very long journey, as you saw on the map in the first slide. In between getting to Jerusalem, okay, while he was in between Samaria and Galilee, Jesus was about to enter a village. He was about to enter a village. And you have to understand that villages had like gates. And outside this particular gate as Jesus was going to Jerusalem, were ten lepers. Oh, what is that? What is lepers? Okay. The, the surprising part about the story is, while Jesus is going and Luke's telling the story, he just says there are ten men outside. And then he lays it on you. He tells you, that they were lepers. <laughs> they were lepers. Okay? And when you know that they're lepers, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. Leprosy is a skin disease. It eats your skin. It makes you very ugly. And it makes you someone that people don't want to be around. But more importantly, it makes you what the Bible calls ritually unclean. And what that means is that you cannot go to Jerusalem. You cannot enter the temple of God. You will always be outside. Never inside, but outside. Can you imagine how these lepers felt? Not being able to live with everybody else. Okay. You're separate from your family. You're separate from your friends. And you're not included in everything. 
you don't get invited to parties. The thing is, if you had leprosy, and if you got cured, you, you go to the priest, right? And the priest checks you, checks to see if you're really clean, if, you really, if, if your skin's better, if you've been healed. And if you are, then he helps you to start this process where you get to sacrifice things, make offerings to God. And then by doing that, your relationship with God and people is made better. When Jesus is going on the way to Jerusalem, on the road, he is greeted by ten lepers outside a little city. And they start calling, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. Have mercy on us. Do you know what the Bible says? Jesus sees them. I don't know if you know what it means for Jesus to see somebody. But he sees and he is moved. And so he says to them, this is interesting what he says, go and show yourself to the priest. What? They have leprosy. How can they go and show themselves to the priest? They're not even healed yet. But they obey. And they are on their way. As they go, they're healed. And as they go, because they know... Once they go, the priest will say they're clean, and then they could start their process, and then they could go to Jerusalem, they could be part of the community again, and things will be great, and they're so happy. But one of them sees that he's healed, sees his skin, that it's not diseased anymore. And so while the rest keep going to Jerusalem, he returns. The Bible tells us that in a loud voice, he praises God. He goes to Jesus and he falls on his face, totally to the ground. And he thanks him. He thanks him. That's not the end of the story. Jesus says to this one leper, oh, there's something really important about this story, the way Luke tells it to us. He just tells a story like that, but then there's this key part that he just drops. It's a shocker. 
You know what it is? He says to us that this one leper who came back is a Samaritan. What? What? This one leper who comes back is not even Jewish. You see, Samaritans were foreigners. A Samaritan was brought from Assyria. And, you know, the people could have been like mixed blood. They're not pure. And the Jewish people and the Samaritans disagreed on many things, like where and how to worship God. This Samaritan was a true outsider. Okay. But then he's the only one who returns, and he falls before Jesus and worships him. And Jesus says to him, Weren't there ten that were healed? Where are the other nine? No one else has turned back to give praise to God except this outsider. Then Jesus said to him, get up. Go. Your faith has healed you. Now, wait a minute. There were ten, but only one returned to say thank you. You see, the nine continued to Jerusalem. And the healing of their skin would make them acceptable to their community, the people all around them. And they could enter the temple now. Those nine most likely will celebrate. And the priests will say, okay, come back in. But this Samaritan, because he's not even Jewish, He's not even allowed to go into the temple. He will remain an outsider. Because it wouldn't change the fact that he was a Samaritan. Being healed doesn't change the fact that he's a Samaritan. He's a foreigner. He's an outsider. You see, all ten obeyed Jesus. Bravo. Bravo. But only one had faith to fully understand what being healed by Jesus meant. That is why he's the only one who returned, praising God. Only this man knew that the moment he could with his mouth sing praises to God in thanksgiving, that he was truly saved and truly healed. Because salvation is not simply the ability to obey. Salvation is being fully restored back into a proper relationship with God. The difference between the nine and the one 
was that the nine, they were entitled, really. They were entitled to be healed, to be accepted back into the community, to be part of the chosen people of God. They knew they had the rightful place back in society and community. But the one leper knew he wouldn't get any of that because he knew he wasn't entitled to anything. He alone had eyes to see Jesus for who he really was. That restoration and salvation does not come from entitlement, but through the saving mercy of Jesus. When the Samaritan returns praising God with his mouth shouting in a loud voice, he alone knows that his relationship with God has been restored because of what Jesus has done for him. And because of this, Jesus says, your faith has healed you as though the real healing, the real true healing was the one that just happened when the Samaritan can open his mouth in praise and thanksgiving to God. His healing was more than skin deep. He was restored back into a proper relationship with God so that he is whole, shalom. While the other nine are on their way to Jerusalem to hear the priest declare them as healed and ready to enter into the temple to worship God, this Samaritan who came back to Jesus, he alone will hear the Lord himself. The Lord himself declare him as indeed fully healed and is thereby able to enter into a restored relationship with God and in the presence of the Lord himself give thanksgiving. You see, the thing about this story is Jesus is God's one and only son. He is holy. And just like the temple in Jerusalem, not anyone should be able to approach him. Not anyone. But God in his mercies sent Jesus as a human so that we can approach him and worship him. even though he's so holy. We are all lepers, in fact. We are. But Jesus heals us all. Okay. Can you open them? Shut them. Loud voices we raise. raise. Open them, shut them. Our hearts full of praise. praise. Open them, shut them. Give your hands a clap. Open them, shut them. 
Fold them in your lap. Let us pray. Jesus, how sweet you are. That you see us, that you heal us, and you not only care for our physical needs, but you want to heal us whole and complete. You want to bring us back into a good relationship with God. Thank you. Be with us as we proclaim that you alone are worthy of all our praise and thanksgiving. We thank you for all that you've done and that nothing stops you to go to Jerusalem to die for our sins. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, what we're going to do is um, there's something that the kids do and that um, Mr. Pete Chin t- um, taught the kids. But I was hoping that we could do it um, as a whole family. And what that is is um, the song, Father, I Adore You. And what we typically do, Pete leads us into um, singing it in rounds, in three parts. So we're singing a song of the Trinity. It's Father, I Adore You. Um, uh, Father, I adore you. Um, Jesus, I adore you.